With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, next season when the Premier League kicks off, there will be the 51st team making their de- debut. It is Luton Town. Finally, uh, will be returning to the top flight of English football. But from their very humble home ground at Kenilworth Road to... Uh, Old Trafford, Anfield, Stamford Bridge, etc. The dream for a team which has worked for decades to rebuild themselves to this point will become a reality, all thanks to a very dramatic penalty shootout in the Championship playoffs against Coventry earlier this week. And with every football club comes a great set of fans. This lot have been partying for days with the parade and celebrations that you have to see to believe. And Ollie Kay is one of the chief Luton Town fans. He looks after the network. We are Luton Town. Ollie, how are you? How is Luton Town? How is your health? And has it all sunk in yet? Um, well, it certainly hasn't sunk in. Uh, one one correction, though. I, I'm, I, I work with We Are Luton Town, but I'm actually representing the Oak Road Hatter podcast. Um, well, we work closely with them, and we've been doing a lot of, you know, Twitter spaces post, uh, post-promotion, because, quite frankly... None of us can believe it. Um, it. It feels like it is a dream where I'll pinch myself and, you know, I'll wake up and we're still in the conference playing Braintree and Hyde. Um, and I'll tell you what, for the, the 20,000, uh, you know, Newtonians that, that were, you know, celebrating with, with the open top bus and in St. George Square in Luton, they, they don't believe it either. Um, the emotions, the emotions on on that day at Wembley, uh, e- everyone was shedding a tear. Um, but my, my dad couldn't believe it. Um, and, you know, a few days down the line, it, it's, still, it, it's still really hard to comprehend that next season we're, we're going to the Premier League. It's really hard to comprehend it. Ollie, you're going to the Premier League at the moment with a stadium with a capacity of uh, 10,356. But already um, they're starting to uh, make some alterations there because of what, media requirements? Yeah, so um, that actually happened. Uh, They started... um, modifying the um so if, you, if you're um sort of aware of how our ground is it, it's three three stands uh the oak road end which has been ridiculed all over social media where people have to pass underneath and through houses um and then there's the main stand which has pretty much not changed since you know um 1920 um when it was when it burned down and was rebuilt, and then there's the Kenilworth Road End, which is you know pretty modern in comparison. Um, but again, that hasn't changed since 1970. Um, and then there's the exec boxes, which used to be the bobber stands um, because it, it cost a shilling or a bob uh, to get in. 
Um, it used to be it used to be all standing. Then it then it was converted to seats. And then in 1985, Norwell fans ripped out all the seats. And eventually, to bring in more revenue, um, they converted them into executive boxes. So now, um, because that is the most logical stand to change, uh, it runs along the length of the pitch opposite the main stand. They, the day after promotion, they ripped out all the exec boxes and they, they put up temporary scaffolding for um, cameras and, uh, and, and you know, broadcasting uh, requirements in the championship. But going to the Premier League, it's a, it's a whole different ball game. So they've had to, last season when we were in the playoffs and there was a potential to get into the Premier League, they put in some planning permission to um, you know, sort of renovate those, the, the broadcasting requirements. But, but you know, now it's, it's a reality. So they, they've gone full steam ahead. They've ripped out all the boxes as of today. They've taken down all the scaffolding. Um, and I believe they are going to put some seating in there. They're, they're sort of reworking that whole stand. And uh, our CEO, Gary Sweet, described it as a gargantuan task. And it really is, because essentially we've got to rebuild that entire stand in under three months. Um, and it's not just the stand that's got to be rebuilt. Um, we, we need uh, to upgrade floodlights because uh, the lumen rate is too low. We've got to install under-soil heating. So, yeah, it's, it's really a gargantuan task. Everyone's just working flat out. But some positive that came out today is that they mentioned um, some, some, work, uh, some work that was uh, sort of leaked out, said that we're actually breaking ground on the new stadium, which will be uh, built in the centre of town. Uh, it's called Power Court. It's an old, unused uh, power plant that... that supplies electricity for like half the air force and half the town um so they'll be breaking ground on that uh, on that new site to build a uh, 19 and a half thousand seat stadium uh 19th of december 2023 and that'll take about 26 months to build so it, it's all looking positive and it couldn't happen without the premier league money by providing making sure that all the funds are in place to build this so that penalty shootout, effectively, have you um, like a, a pounds and pence value on uh, that 6-5 penalty shootout win? <laughs> um, well, you know what, Luton don't normally do penalties very well. So I, I was, uh, throughout the entire penalty shootout, um, I, I was just like, uh, I, I, I could barely watch. I was just hugging my dad throughout the entire thing and uh, a friend took a picture of us and we just looked mega glum. Um, so I, I was, yeah, it, 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 it's never nice when it goes to penalties. And um, I didn't know what to expect. And, and to be honest, see, after seeing uh, us lose to AFC Wimbledon on penalties like um, 11 years ago, I, I honestly didn't expect us to come out on top in that penalty shootout. Tell us a, a wee bit about um, your captain, Tom Lockyer, who what collapsed during the game. Yeah, that was a very um, worrying situation. It, it was completely innocuous. He was just backtracking to um, 
to sort of get back in position when um, when Coventry had a free kick. And then just out of nowhere, he just uh, he was on the ground, and no one knows what 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 happened to him. Um, but it was serious, and, and it, you know it resulted in you know, eight minutes of added time. Um, fortunately. It, it, uh, the club released a statement today saying that he's absolutely fine. He's going to be going home and get some rest and he'll be ready for pre-season training. But uh, I don't think like, he, he hasn't gone to Vegas with the rest of the team. Unlucky for him. Unlucky for him. Uh, there's a great story here about um, Radek Mpanzu. He and now becomes the first player in history to go from the conference to the Premier League with the same team. Yeah, Pelly Ruddock is... Um, it, it's been debated uh, on all fan channels, across social media, in the stands. Is, is Pelly Ruddock a legend? Um, we, we signed him for a reported £50,000 from West Ham. He was, he was 19. Um he played for us on loan, um, and we liked him so much, John still decided to make it happen. And every step of the way, every time he's, he's moved up a division, he, there have been fans that have written him off, um, but he steps up every single time, and he gets better every year. Um, he, he's, he's been described as the heartbeat of the team, and he is honestly... A, he is worthy. He is, a, he is a man that is worthy of being the record breaker that he now is um, because he's got an infectious personality. He's always buzzing. Every player that's interviewed and asked about him uh, just tells it as it is and says how crucial he is in the dressing room. And for him to have made the step up from non league. Um, uh, and finally get to the Premier League, especially considering he left a Premier League team in West Ham to drop all the way down to the, the fifth tier. And he's managed to work his way up in nine years. It, it's truly remarkable. And he, he deserves all the credit he's getting online, all the hype he's getting online, all the stories written about him in, in the papers. He deserves every last bit of praise he's been getting. What is your connection and your role? How close do you get to the team yourself? Um, well, <laughs> we, we just do a podcast. Um, so not, not especially close. We, we get pretty close to um, former players. Um, but um, the, the general stance on media from the team, um, from the club, is that they don't allow the players to go on, but they don't allow current players to go on podcasts and, and do unapproved media. Um, so the, the only, um, so, you know, I guess in a physical sense, at Kenilworth Road, we're all very close to the players because we're, we're pretty much all on top of them. If, if you've seen Kenilworth Road, it, it's going to be fantastic next season in the Premier League because opposition teams won't know what they're, they're getting in for. Um, but, you know, uh, the, the good thing about supporting a team where we come up through the leagues 
the players what when you when you do go to an open training session or you know you're you're waiting by um by the tunnel or you're just in the crowd like the, the players are very receptive to the fans it's it's nice it's it, it sort of it sort of has that community feel to it at, at the club what's the fan base i mean we, we talked about the capacity but uh that has to obviously include uh visiting fans so what's, what would the fan base for luton be uh well the fan base is very strong um because a, a lot of people just don't live in luton and then and then you get um in addition to the season ticket holders, you have all the people that just simply can't get tickets because obviously it's such a restricted um, amount of tickets that's available. Um, if, if we say go back to 2009 when Lucian Town won the Johnston Paint Trophy, and that, that was the season when we, we started at minus 30 points, uh, that's a whole other story, um, and we, which essentially relegated us before a ball was kicked. Uh, but at the end of the season, we were going down to non-league to start our five-year exile down there. And we were playing Scunthorpe, who were getting promoted from League One to the Championship. And that, that day, we sold out our allocation to 42,000 fans. Um, if we look back to Wembley just uh, you know, last Saturday... We took 36,500 and we sold out in under four days. Um, so the fan base is very strong. And um, I, I believe when we do eventually move to this new stadium, we, we will fill it. And there's capacity to increase as well. Um, plus, um, th- there's been a lot more interest as, as we've gone up the leagues. Like, uh, you know, our, our ground at capacity every single week. The list, the waiting list for season tickets um, is now over 10,000, I believe. Um, and I believe club memberships are going to go up through the roof as well in the off-season. Everyone's just desperate to watch the team, support the team. Um, so, I, you know, I, I don't think um, Luton Town should be judged by their capacity because, you know, uh, I, I feel there's a lot to the team and uh, everyone's everyone's pulling together now and everyone's just desperate to get a chance to watch Luton play. Ollie, what's a, what is a season ticket worth? What was it worth, say, three to four years ago? What will it be worth now? Oh, well, we're still waiting for the season ticket pricing to, to be released. Um Honestly, I, I don't think it's going to increase too much from what it was this year. Um, so it's about, for, for an adult ticket, 450 odd pounds. If you, if you get the Diamond membership, which gives you priority on booking away tickets and other benefits like three free tickets a year with your ticket, uh, then it's an extra about 150 pounds. Uh, so like a total of 600. Um, and I don't remember the price increasing over the past uh, two, three, four years, really. Even when we were in the championship uh, for the first season in 2019, 2020, we, I, I believe the, um, the club froze ticket prices. So I, what I would anticipate is because of the massive increase in revenue that the club had just received, uh, I would assume that 
um, they won't increase ticket prices this, this season. Ollie, this is one of the great stories of uh, modern day football, I believe. I, I think it's well, it's right up there with Leicester City to me. Uh, about seven years, eight years ago, I think it's just a, when you read about the history of the club, you know, I just I think it's fascinating, mate. I could talk to you for hours, but we won't because it's very late over there and we've got time constraints here as well. Thank you so much for making yourself uh, available to us. Um, and the world now takes notice of uh, Luton Town and um, it'd be amazing to think that uh, the likes of uh, Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp are going to be patrolling your sidelines in about three or four months' time. Uh, it's incredible, isn't it? And uh, hopefully the fans, you know, are like breathing on, on, you know, on the back of their necks so that they can feel it all. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Ollie, thank you so much uh, for, for staying up for us. Um, just enjoy the party. It must be a beauty. Thank you. Uh, no problem. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great day.